1: Good morning, and welcome back to another show of navigating your retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about anything to do with retirement or retirement planning, you can go to ChanceFinancialGroup.com or you can go to Navigating Retirement Radio.com. Now, Joining us this morning is our our man our man with the with the radio plan, uh, Tony Short. You're laughing, so I know you're there. I'm
0: here. Uh, yeah, it's great to be with you again. You're looking great this morning. You're actually looking alive and awake, Travis. That's good. Ooh, uh, yeah. It's great to be here with you, and thanks for having me on the show once again. You've got a good memory. Yeah, you did introduce me as the man with the plan, but that's you. So, uh, last week, uh, I had forgotten about that.
1: You're the man with the radio playing. Yeah. There you I go. I, just, I distinguished, I, I basically <laughs> right. made sure and clarified my comments.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, I'm doing great. Uh, I've had a good week. Uh, I've had my coffee. Uh, how about you? How are you doing, Travis?
1: I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing somewhat better. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm getting, obviously we're getting closer and closer. It's uh death by a thousand cuts when you're, when you're still in renovation. So we're, we're, we're moving closer and closer. Still dealing hopefully. with
0: contractors, painters, carpenters. All oh, that.
1: they're, they're fun. They're fun, 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 fun people. Uh, I, I love it. You know, I, I think it's really, I think it then and I just, I'm sorry, just gotta, gotta, gotta stop for just a moment. I think it's hilarious that there is an industry out there that people give you what they think they want, not what you want. And then you're the bad guy whenever you make them do it over because it's not what you wanted because it, because you're the one writing the check. If we did that in our industry, we would not be in our industry. Well, you wouldn't I, be in I, business
0: anymore. Yes.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I I cannot I cannot believe that there is still a business where you mean you mean tell me, you know, I thought this looked better, so I did it this way. Well, that's not what we paid you for. That's not what we ask you to do. Well, what do you mean you want me to do it over? Of course I can, but I'm gonna have to charge you for it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh you know. <laughs> and I I love the uh, like you said uh, uh, ours is the money pit but it's not funny um, yeah it's you like know, that
0: movie with Tom Hanks yeah the money with Tom pit. Hanks yeah
1: but I I do I do think this I think every contractor we have used has had he had to ha- uh, have watched that movie at some point because their favorite line is always the same thing two weeks two weeks how long is it going to take two weeks how long is it going to take two weeks um, you know our cabinet guy is literally now in his thirty fourth week. Thirty-four weeks to deliver cabinets, Tony.
0: Well, he's he's bucking for a year to deliver cabinets, huh? I didn't realize cabinets yeah, took a, yeah. an entire and, year. and to, he
1: and he's the one that said, "Oh, well, I thought it looked better this way, so I did them this way." So when he had to go back and redo them, uh, you know, of course we got the uh, we got the we're the bad guy, um, you know, treatment because obviously that's not what we asked for. So, you know, what do you mean you're not going to pay for them? What do you mean you're not going to, you're not going to use them? How dare you? <laughs> you know, it's amazing how that works. Yeah. You know, whenever, you know, if you're, if you're really doing what's in the best interest of your client, whether you're in construction, whether you're in retirement planning, usually it it their plan needs to be what your goal and objective is, not your goal and objective needs to fit into and, and make them fit your mold, mm-hmm. right? That's that's why I think so many people get so upset with just just people in general. It's you know, we've the craftsmanship, you know, and you could use that as uh you know a, a an analogy or a metaphor for our industry. If if you you know if if you don't take pride in your work, then why do you why are you in business? If you're there just to to do something and get a check and just move on why, why would you, why are you even in business? Go work for someone else and and learn a trade, learn a skill and actually, actually take pride in what you're doing and do a good job. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's sure, to me, that's, that's a permanent business card. Yeah.
0: And I'm sure we right? probably have listeners out there who might be carpenters or contractors who do do good work uh, I'm sure and we do, do an excellent job. There's probably, uh, you know, uh, skilled craftsmen out there that do take pride in their work and uh do that's a dying, deliver that's a what dying. their clients want however you know you just haven't found them yet that's for yeah, sure tony
1: tony that's a dying because a dying art yeah, uh, i, will I tell think you so that. too yeah yeah i mean you know you think about it and then you know of course that's not why we're here to talk about jobs in our economy but you know you think right now i i read an article the other day uh and it said that they're in In what is it? In ten years, there's going to be a uh, a deficiency, and there already there there really almost already is. uh, There's going to be a deficiency in carpenters, and plumbers, electricians, all of the trade jobs that that really make our country work and make our country what it is. uh, Welders, et cetera. You know, that's a dying art, and you're seeing more and more and more. People not going into those professions out of high school because, you know, they think if they go spend 80 or hundred thousand dollars on a college education, that everything's going to be hunky-dory, but then they get out of college and they can't pay their bills because they're only making $30,000 a year in their English art lit class right. uh, or, or major. And then, you know, you think about people that are welders and they may be making, you know, by the time they get out of apprenticeship and, you know, and are actually welding and doing the job, they may, may be making eighty or or $100,000 a year and their education was basically the sweat of their brow and it, you know, the cost was them getting up and going and learning not and working with their hands, not sitting, you know, sitting in a classroom, accumulating debt. So, you know, we're, we're at a, we're at a tipping point in our country. I really hope that, uh, that some of our youth really takes that into consideration because, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be very soon more, more profitable and more impactful for you to be a welder than a lawyer.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, Skilled trades, that's where it's at. So you know what? Uh, What are we talking about as far as, I know you have something regarding uh, retirement planning and retirement accounts. It's some big news, right?
1: Well, actually, Tony, the 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 real big news is, and I know we mentioned it briefly. I think the the week that it passed, but uh, the Secure Act, with uh, with Congress just passing the Secure Act for uh, for seniors and for retirees, basically it it altered uh, some of the some of the requirements and some of the rules for retirement planning. And uh, I actually think there's there's quite a few of them that are really interesting. Um, So I want to talk about that this morning just to kind of pull some of those provisions, because, you know, I can't tell you how many times I talk to people and, you know, I bring up, I bring up topics and I bring up things and, and I ask the question, I'm like, have you ever heard this? Has anyone ever, has anyone ever asked you these questions or has anyone ever gone through this information? And they look at me and it's, it's like, they're just seeing fire for the first time. And they're like, no, we've never had anybody actually bring this up. And Tony, I really I can't stress to you enough. I mean, you know, this from being on the show and from, you know, from from being, uh, you know, from us having a relationship for uh, for the last year or so. Education is key. I mean, you if you don't know, sometimes what you don't know can hurt you. Um, so or, or what you don't know, you know, needs to needs to be something that you investigate, you know, just going along uh, and and not really asking questions or looking at things that are changing because our our economy's changing, our our retirement system is gonna change over the next ten years. All these things are things that we really, really, really need to pay attention to. So that's what I want to talk about this morning.
0: All right. Well, yeah, I know there's I've been reading articles about it as well, and I know there's a lot to it. It sounds like there's some good and some bad. Uh, I'm interested to get your take and see what it's really all about. So uh, what's one of the main things in there? What's one of the first things you want to talk about that we need to be aware of? How is it going to affect us?
1: Uh, the first thing that that I thought was very interesting, Tony, was you've got uh, you've got some some serious uh, estate planning issues that are going to come up, and yeah. in my opinion, because you've got you've got the previous rules, and you know, obviously, this is not passed the Senate. This is just passed the House. Uh, as soon as it passes the Senate, then obviously it may be tweaked a little bit. Um, so right now, what's being proposed and what passed the House was instead of a beneficiary, let's say a, a son or a daughter. Now, obviously there's, there, there are beneficiaries that are spousal beneficiaries, which as we've talked about on, on the show many times, uh, basically have very similar, if not almost the same rules as the original owner. Uh, they're the only beneficiary that can actually roll the money into an IRA in their name. That's a That's an IRA or 401k. But the non-spousal beneficiary actually uh, has always had a lot fewer options. Uh, They could take a lump sum if, you know, as a beneficiary, if mom and dad passed, they could take a lump sum. They could take it over five years, uh, depending on if mom and dad were 70 and a half when they passed. There were some, you know, some rules we had to follow there. But also there was something called the stretch or beneficial IRA. And what that allowed was, you know, you could literally take a a client that, you know, they may pass away in their 80s and they may leave their, say, 45 or 50-year-old son or daughter their IRA. Well, you know, if you only have to take out the minimum distribution or the minimum requirement to satisfy the IRS each year, that could be a huge windfall for the beneficiary. Right, because
0: of taxes.
1: because of taxes and because that money is continuing to grow so obviously it's going to last longer so you want it to
0: continue to grow tax-free and just pull a little out at a time so you're not so you're minimizing the tax burden yet yet taking advantage of the the tax status uh and the growth within the account but that's changing they're really uh, basically this law could eliminate the stretch ira right
1: Well, what it's going to do, Tony, is is as it appears now, it's going to cap it at 10 years, which means I mean, obviously, let's let's think about, you know, uh, it's it's all relative, right? If you leave someone a $10,000 IRA, you know, is the person probably better off just cashing it in? Probably. But if you leave someone, say, a $500,000 or a $1,000,000 IRA, which and, you know, obviously there are a lot of. I mean, I know people may say, "Oh, that's not true." There's a lot of million-dollar yeah. and five hundred thousand-dollar IRAs out there. Yeah. If if you leave that million-dollar IRA or five hundred thousand-dollar IRA, and you could have let's say taken distributions over your lifetime as a non spousal beneficiary, you know, you might actually take three or four million in income by the time you reached age of eighty-five. Whenever you were forced to take all of the distributions out. Well, now if that's capped at ten years. You you're not going to have to take out a minimum each year, but you your clock starts ticking and you have to start taking out money. So if you took out a 100 grand a year, that means if mom and dad leave you uh, a million bucks or 500,000, whatever it is, and if you and your your spouse make a 100 grand and you got to take a 100 grand. You're actually going to do what? You're going to pay taxes on two hundred thousand dollars. So that's going to automatically throw you from the twenty-two to the twenty-four percent bracket. Uh, I mean, it's it's going to have a lot of unintended consequences. And if you wait, and let's say your your ten years is now five years because you just forgot about it, and you're just like, oh, I'll just take it one day. Well, now you may be you may be forced to take it. You know, at least two hundred thousand or more per year. So now instead of two hundred thousand in income, you have three hundred thousand in income because it's your income as a working uh, working couple on top of the IRA income, you're now in the next tax bracket. So, eh, Tony, it's it's one of those things that's going to cascade and and unfortunately, and I mean you and I have talked about it many times. Do we think taxes are going to go up, down, or sideways over the next ten to fifteen years? They're going to go up. I don't see how they can't. I well, mean, we
0: know because of the new tax bill. There's an expiration date on it.
1: Well, the new tax bill, if nothing's done, it expires in 2025. Yeah. But you know, uh, there's a four-letter word in Washington that is just is just something that is just nasty, and people just don't understand it. You know what that is? It's math. If you have the deficits that we're running right now, and I am I am not a tax uh, tax person like i i really am not in favor of raising taxes cuz i think they spend it uh, irresponsibly but if you look at our current spending and you look at our current inflows and outflows if you ran your household the way that this is currently taking place you would be bankrupt and that's a fact. So are we eventually gonna to get to a point where we have to raise taxes? I think we will. There's there's no way around it. You cannot continue to accumulate debt at the rate that we've been accumulating. And in the next 10 to 15 years, that's gonna take up almost one fifth of our total inflows is gonna to go to just servicing the debt There's no way to sustain that you there's there's gonna be a reckoning and I hate to say it whether it's a it's it's a democratically controlled Washington or whether it's a Republican controlled or whether it's split does not matter. Math is math. And eventually, they are going to raise taxes, in my opinion. Now, could I be wrong? Absolutely. I'm sitting here looking at a crystal ball from Amazon. It was $15.99. It does not work. I have shaken. I've, I've, I've shook the crystal ball, Tony. I've beat it on the desk, and I cannot get it to work. It will not tell me the future. But I can I can look at a balance sheet. I can look at a Excel spreadsheet. I can add and subtract. And if you can do all those things, yeah. all you got to do is look at the federal budget yeah. and you know we're on the path for in, for, for instability.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. And, and that'll cause taxes to go up, et cetera. I read an article, Travis, from Investment News, says the bill establishes open multiple employer plans which can let small employers band together to offer... Common four hundred and one k plans for workers, and I think that's that's a good thing. That's a positive from the bill, right? Uh,
1: absolutely, Tony. Um, you know, one of the biggest barriers to entry, and and I mean, let's face it. Uh, unfortunately for 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 third party administrators for custodians they're going to charge, obviously, to to perform their duties because there's a certain degree of liability and responsibility they have to take on. And, you know, when you're just starting out a 401k and there's really no assets in there, I mean, it it can be expensive. I mean, even a startup plan could cost, you know, well over a thousand plus thousand two thousand dollars to start up and for a lot of small business owners that just may not be feasible. I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things where I'm sure employers have great employees, they want to provide benefits for them, but this bill is actually going to allow for 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 companies to piggyback off of each other to to really kind of share and keep those costs as low as possible yeah. and and give some good people some 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 real peace of mind and the ability to contribute to a 401k that hopefully one day is gonna gonna start giving them that that paycheck that they need in retirement. So right. yeah, I mean, I, I think I think every now and then, um, I, I'm I do agree. I do think this one thing, though, Tony. I want to want to point this out. Sometimes I, I do wish that. Um, that uh just like uh, I heard a heard a comedian one time said that uh, Congress needs to wear jackets that kind of that has their logo of their biggest campaign supporter <laughs> yeah, kind of like NASCAR yeah, exactly and you should you know some of the some of the bills that come out of Congress should be called the Shady Act of 2019 but anyway, this was not one of those and I do think that is one of the good things yeah. that they did they did add to that bill.
0: yeah, I think so too and he, here's the deal you spent most of our first segment talking about, A big negative to this bill and how it could eliminate that stretch IRA option. But there is one part of this that I read in this article, and uh, tell me what you think of this, uh, Travis, because this sounds like a good thing. You know, I'm always making fun of the IRS for setting these uh, dates, uh, these uh, really these restrictions with half years, like 59 Mm -hmm. and a half. You have to be at least 59 and a half to withdraw from you know, deferred retirement accounts. And uh, then you you have to start paying your minimum distributions on those accounts at 70 and a half. You have to start uh, t- or taking those uh, distributions and paying taxes on them. But now this bill says it's moving that 70 and a half up to 72. They finally picked a round number. And so that's a little better. Uh, if you want to hang on to that money a little longer, uh, you don't have to start taking and paying taxes on it until you're 72 and since people are living longer, I think that makes sense, don't you?
1: I I'll be honest, I couldn't agree more. I really wish they would just get out of the required minimum distribution business altogether. Um, because Tony, here's the here's the biggest here here's the biggest thing. Uh, I don't I don't like anyone telling me what to do. I'm sure a lot of our listeners, you you are you're an adult. You don't like anyone telling you what to do, and that's really what that is. Is saying we don't really care if you want them or not. If you have money in an IRA, if you're retired and you have your money in your 401k, you have to start taking the money. And I do 100 percent wholeheartedly agree in, in in extending that from 70 and a half to 72. But I don't think it goes far far enough because, you know, Tony, here's the here's the issue. We've got we've got trillions of dollars in IRAs that are basically benefits or, or retirement assets that are going to be spent over the next 30, 40, 50 years uh, to fund retirements because most people don't have a pension. So, you know, uh, telling someone how much you have to take or that, you know, you can't uh, continue to work or save or, uh, you know, I, I just I think that's that's ridiculous. And I do applaud them for finally saying, you know what? maybe since people are living longer since life expectancies are you know reaching the you know the the actuarial table that most insurance and advisors go by right now is actually going to 120. did you know that oh no I didn't yeah so so you know you've got a 70 and a half uh, rule which is when you have to start taking required minimum distributions that yes has now been in, or is going to potentially be extended to 72 and that's great but, you know, what if you've got what if you've got a retiree that, you know, maybe they maybe they don't need the distributions? And and I, I understand, you know, the government's ideas, you know, we'll put that in, we'll let them accumulate and they're, they're going to pay tax at some point. But, yeah, I think this is a very good step in the right direction trying to 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 extend or get out of the way of some of the retirees and some of their plans.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there are some things in here that really do help. People help Americans uh, with their retirement and their retirement savings, uh, but there are also, you know, some hidden things that always manage to squeak through, uh, like, you know, really eliminating the benefits of a stretch IRA and inheritance rules, or that could change, uh, especially for children, siblings, uh, you know, like that, because. Except for spouse, anyone other than the spouse is going to have to pay taxes right away, the way it sounds from this bill.
1: Correct. And, and Tony, do you know why, once again, I am such a fan of Roth IRAs?
0: Yeah, because there's no, you pay the, the tax has already been paid.
1: Taxes have already been paid. So if they make you, and, and unfortunately for a stretch IRA, that does, that, 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 that uh, rule does, translate over to Roth, you may be forced to take out your Roth IRA that you inherit in ten years, but what's what's zero percent of zero of of of, mil, of a million bucks? Zero. Zero. Yeah. You don't have to pay any tax. There you so, go. you know, there's and and the last point I do want to make is if you if you do if you do uh have an issue, if you do have a question about Roth conversion, this is why we continue on this show to to really uh, push the idea. Maybe it may not be right for you, those listening. It may not be right for all, but for there are some out there that it may be this perfect solution or the solution that they need. There is no perfect solution yeah. to the solution that they need to really fix what may be wrong in their portfolio yeah. or, you know, to to address that that uh, estate issue because now we may be leaving a, an even larger tax time bomb to our kids but you've got you've got the tools and the, and yep. the ability to fix it we yep. just got to go ahead and, and start working
0: yep. and you're here to help us with that we're out of time is there anything else you want to add why don't you let our listeners know travis that phone number and web address again
1: Absolutely. If you have questions, we are happy to sit down and give you a complimentary consultation to find out what are some of the ways that you can leverage your assets for you and for your family, for your spouse, for your children. 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839.
0: Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com.